You are listening to a Lighter Side Show podcast flashback with Jamie Butler, the everyday medium. This audio originally aired as a Lighter Side Show video episode on the Lighter Side Network and may have been edited from its original version. For up-to-date classes and events with Jamie, visit jamiebutlermedium.com and subscribe to the lightersidenetwork.com for hundreds of video episodes and audio podcasts that explore wholeness living, energy work, and more. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary. Hi, Lumineers. Welcome to The Lighter Side Show. I'm your host, Jamie Butler, The Everyday Medium. Today, we have a wonderful guest. Her name is Suzanne Adams. She's a best-selling author. She's a motivational speaker and life purpose consultant. Is definitely somebody you want to put on your list to know because she also just whispered to me, a powerful lumineer. I was like, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. It was incredible. I'm honored. Thank you for being a, a lumineer. I'm all over it. You have a bunch of great workshops coming up, one of them being January 5th, the first Thursday in 2017 over at the Center for Love and Light. Yes, and thank you so much for sharing your beautiful center with me. I love doing these talks and workshops there, and the energy that's cultivated in these rooms is so powerful, and I'm so excited about this talk. Go go ahead. No, I'm just, I'm happy all around. You're expanding on what we're just going to chit-chat about today, getting really into the, the roots of it. So today we're going to talk about the power of setting an intent. Mm hmm And setting an intent is what to you? Setting an intention is being clear with the universe about what it is that you want to call into your life, about what you desire. And I think a lot of people walk around um, just allowing life to happen. And for me, what I've experienced over the past several years is that you can really create anything that you want if, if you align with that and if you're clear with your intention. So my wheels are turning and I'm thinking about the word clear. Yes. Does that mean, because I have a lot of you lumineers, you lose yourself in the detail. You're like, clarity? That means a thousand details. And no, pick, pick, I, pick, I disagree. Take, 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 take. Your intention right? can be to feel good. So the clarity in that would be? That you want to feel good. That's the clarity. That's the clarity. You're, you're, that's a beautiful intention that anyone and everyone can set and should set right now, actually. <laughs> Let's do it together for everyone watching. Let's set the intention that everyone chooses to feel good because that's power. There's power in that. Clean and simple. Clean and simple. I like that. Yeah. So I liked describing clarity because I think a lot of people go, well, crap, then I really need to know what my intent has to be down to the smallest percent to get it right. I, I disagree with that. And I think that can actually push you backward. Yes. Because sometimes when you're so focused on being clear and having to know every single detail, A, you can get in your own way because you're not opening your mind to what may show up for you. And B, if you're focused on what's not there and figuring out and so focused on it, then sometimes that's what you're attracting is the absence of having what you want. So it's important to really be clear. (laughs) That right there. (laughs) Let's slow it down and reverse. I want to talk more about that. Okay. So you just mentioned that if you get so heavy into the detail, that you're actually beginning to attract that what you don't have because you're so hyper aware of what's not showing up. If it's not there. If it's not there. If you're in a place where it feels good to focus on those details and it feels good to imagine it, that's different. Because Why is that different? Because it's all in your feeling about what you're attracting. So like if it's joyful for you to daydream and to go there and to think about it, that's, that's bringing it in. But if it's like a, a something that you want so bad and it's like, 
it's, it's really far out there, then that's where you're focusing on. Okay, this is how I explain this. So, and I'm going to teach this on January 5th too, but I'll just give a little what? teaser right here. <laughs> so like, like you have ladder intentions is what I believe is a really, really powerful tool because you want your, your intentions that you can pull in right, right in the next three to four months that are pretty realistic. Something that you can kind of train your brain and train, you know, reality around. So something that's pretty easy that you, you can do. You can make those adjustments. You know you can it. do it. Okay. You know. Okay. And then you want your goals that are like up here that are like a stretch you're dreaming but you're pretty sure you can accomplish them in 6 to 12 months, you know? Like you know that like if you if you do it, you know, you can get there. Then you've got your out of the wall, musings of an earth angel is a movie. I'm walking the Hollywood red carpet, <laughs> millions and millions of dollars in the bank. Like for me, those are like, they will happen, but they're like up here right now. So like what you want to do is you want to focus on these initial goals that you know you can, can get that are easy. And as you start to doing that, you're seeing your progress and you're seeing the magic of co-creation. It's all starting to happen. So then what happens is you naturally expand. So then you start climbing up the ladder and the rungs that were up here are now down here and the ones that you can, can capture faster. So before you know it, you're, you're way out of the blow it out of the water dreams are in front of your face. But it's but an, your range of perspective changes yes, completely. Yes, yes. So it's an art. <laughs> it is an art. It's an art to figure out how to feel good but it, and do it. Right. I also like how you said that if it became a task or too focused that you weren't dreaming of the details or kind of pulling in those intentions um, when you weren't joyful or happy. Right. That that task then becomes counterproductive. Yes, because then your focus is on the absence and the lack of, and that's what you're expanding. Ooh, I have heard so many of you Lumineers getting stuck in this vicious cycle and then coming back and going, but I set my intent, but I did it. I did my visualization board. I put everything in priority. I focused, I allowed, mm -hmm. I accepted, but yet at the same time, all the work that you were providing was in this task force grunt mode instead of this joyful mode right and so it's contracted instead of expanded and you you can't really attract your desires when you're contracted you want to feel feel this is what i've actually talked about at all my talks is you want to be in that joyful of when you're dancing or when you're doing playing with your child or when you're on the swing like that's the energy where the stuff can just flow to you so it's the art of getting it there and and something that you said is when you know when people say a client says to me all the time well i set my intention but then this is happening well, sometimes if you set your intention for peace or romance or joy or, or millions of dollars or whatever it is, you have to get your own being to be an energetic match to that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes for that to happen, crap has to come up and be surfaced to, to move through you so then you can be a match for what it is that you're wanting to attract. So sometimes your intention and your manifestation are just on the other side of, of the crap or whatever the situation is. <laughs> I'm being careful with my language. Just, no, okay, you can say what you want to say. But just to play devil's advocate here. Yes. Like when we acknowledge that we're having a rough time, mm -hmm. when we're trying to so hard to focus with joy or without joy on intent, and the crap rises, mm -hmm. that many people go, well, isn't that just your way of dismissing, you know, that, that shit does happen? Like giving it an excuse for it to be there rather than saying that it's part of a journey or do you know how it can be labeled in so many different ways and I, I've had a lot of people come up and just mm -hmm. go well 
you know, you're just so happy. You're just saying that's part of the journey when it's not. Because it doesn't have to always be. And so what I, this has actually been a turning point for me recently because what started to happen for me when, when feelings, uncomfortable feelings surface, I honor it and I let them come through. And then I say that I'm no longer available for that vibration. I will not allow that in my space. And it's been amazing like how it doesn't come and it moves on. And another thing, another really big powerful shift that has helped me is when, when the feelings start to come up or, you know, for me it's cyclical and I, I understand like, uh, like I feel, I feel the wave coming. And so I'm very aware. And I started to say, oh my gosh, this means something bi- really big and amazing is happening because it's like you feel that energy, you know, it's almost like your egoic self starts to go into fear or whatever it is. But if you can acknowledge it and recognize it and send gratitude to that feeling, cause you're like, oh my gosh, this means whatever I've been manifesting or whatever intention I said is really happening now because it's kind of like a, a cure, a sign. And that helps too. Did that answer your question? It did. Okay. Yes. I just wanted to address both sides of, you know, yeah, the crap. Totally. Yeah, totally. Positive crap or other crap. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think, you know, we get lost in our own stories as we're kind of in it. And, you know, we can listen to, all right, so joy right here in this whole talk that you have sounds like it is the gas in the car. Yeah. That's what's making that thing work and move. Of course. So then the big question is, well, we see you're talking about dancing and having joy and drawing it all in, but how are you doing that? Like, how are you focusing on the happiness when the crap is happening or the happiness when you don't feel like you have it that day you wake up on the wrong side of the bed or have to have that confrontation that you're not so excited about? What are some tricks or things or focuses? No, of course. So I think that it's all perspective and it's all a choice. And we can choose to, for me, understanding what you focus on grows, what you focus on expands. Like your presence is your power. And what you give energy to is going to grow. So you can choose to give energy to the shitty things in your life. (laughs) Or you can choose to give energy. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) To the great things. And I, I know there are people in like, in low bad places and what you want to do in that scenario is you you search for the next best thought you you always flip it into a way to see the bright side like whatever scenario you're in like there always is a bright side there's always somebody that could be so you could say like at least this didn't think of something worse that could have happened <laughs> and then say at least this didn't happen like I mean you can go there with any scenario you there's can. always something I just worse there's several of them yeah. I, was like, I already feel better yeah that didn't happen yeah at least this didn't happen so then you start focusing on the the powerful things and at first depending on where you are in your journey like it may just be you're grateful that you have a shower or that you have access to a computer to watch this or you know maybe that you have fresh air to breathe or that you can walk out and put your feet in the ground and just feel that presence like there's so many different things that you could be grateful for maybe you're at a place where you're grateful that you're at a five-star hotel and you're like really like enjoying the luxury of that and maybe you're grateful that you're with your family or maybe you're grateful that you have friends that take you in because you don't have family like there's so many different things to be grateful for and and when you can consciously make the choice to choose this and intend on feeling good regardless then that's when everything starts to shift now I just have to soak that up for a second. <laughs> so it's like getting the joy, showing gratitude, giving thanks. I love how you said just go that one thought up. Yeah. 
you know, wherever you are in the whole hum or the real awful or the real crappy, you go one thought up from that. Yeah. And if you can do that, then you're making progress. Huge. Because that's, you're, you're going higher. You're going in the right direction. I it's kind of like that. the ladder thing, except for it's, it's the, the thoughts. And, and that'll, the same thing as the ladder will move down as you come up at your thoughts will improve. And it changes your vibrational structure totally. when you start to accept this. Yeah. And I feel like if we had this as part of our discipline, mm-hmm. even as a, a listener or a friend or a family member who's listening to somebody just go, oh, I need to vent. I just, rah. We could go, well, think of what Suzanne Adams said. <laughs> well, at least blank didn't happen. And then go one thought up. Yeah. Right out of the yeah. boom. We're already digging out of, you know, the kind of place that we were yeah. in, reaching another vibrational level. And then we can start setting the intent of where we go from there. Yes. And you give yourself, like, you pick your 30 minutes or an hour or 24 hours to to feel your to wallow if that's what you want to do like give yourself permission to wallow set the alarm yeah <laughs> like for, for me I don't do it long and like in fact I had a conversation with a friend the other day she said you're just not available for these lower vibrational conversations and I was like that's intentional <laughs> I was like I'll hear you I'll support you but I'm gonna pull you out I'm not gonna let you like sit wallow. here and wallow I'm sorry don't call me for that call someone else <laughs> you didn't bring your phone out and set it on the table you go, you got 30 seconds <laughs> I got the alarm set that's what I do with my kids you've got two do minutes it. two <laughs> minutes because it is, there is power in letting the emotion move through you but there's a difference in, in processing and wallowing so I'm gonna change that don't allow yourself time to wallow allow yourself time to process but again I kind of resonated with the word wallow vent yeah in it just kind of yeah Go, you can go to one of those classes. I've never been, but I've heard they're very therapeutic. Where what you beat, this? you can beat stuff like kickboxing, and like they get paddles and they have you scream. I've never been, but I was at this conference. Yes, I, was I mean, a, I've done kickboxing and stuff, but I've never heard of this. I know. I actually want to try it. We'll have to go together one time because <laughs> there, there. I was at a conference in Mexico, and these two people, these two women, were going on how how it had just really healed them. They're like, you go to these class and I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. And she said, then you get the bat and you just start swinging and you start screaming. She said, stuff you didn't know you had in you comes out. <laughs> I haven't done it yet, but I do think it sounds kind of amazing. <laughs> I do remember taking kickboxing class and the teacher came over and went, my God, you have such a like power behind your kick. Like you must be really needing to let stuff go. What do you do for a living? And I was like, Oh, I'm a meditation teacher and a massage therapist. And he was like, ooh. And he's like, he was like, <laughs> walked away. So I, Everyone like, has energy they need to release. It doesn't matter how you release it. Right, though. It did feel good, but I think it might feel even better. To scream. do an on-site, lighter side <laughs> show on beating this thing down, whatever it is. All right. And then maybe try. we can pause, like, every 30 seconds when the alarm goes off. And say, well, at least blah, 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 and one step higher, and then we're going to set intense. Perfect. I'm in. Let's do it. We're going to just sit here and design all the shows that we can do. All right. Cool. (laughs) Okay, when we get back to setting intents, now, can an intent be on anything? Yeah. Does it have to be, like, goal-oriented? I mean, what is... is I mean, an intention is, in my opinion, is to be used as a tool. So intentions are like magnets. And when you set intentions, it's, it's your way of, of bringing energy 
together. So it's almost like placing an order, I think, with the universe. So setting the intention. I set intentions all freaking day long. Like, <laughs> literally, like, I'll, I'll set the intention for my highest, truest self to come through. I'll set the intention for joy. I'll set the intention to have a great night's sleep. Like, it's literally just a way of starting to co-create and starting to really build a powerful way of being. It's easy. I just have this great vision of you, like, probably in a pink convertible, some great cat-eye sunglasses, driving through and placing an order. Um, yes, today I would like to have <laughs> myself come through. Today I'd like to be hugged by 20 people. Today I'd like... You know, I need to be setting a taller intention. <laughs> so like, you got that order? Great. Like, yeah. Good. So with setting that, once you've got it out there, do you have to keep like hitting the button for it to work? Do you have to keep focusing on it for it to, to, to birth itself? Do you have to hold it in a space so that it can... There's, a, there's an art to this. Mm. So when you were saying, like, do you have to focus, 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 focus? No, if it feels like that. Because that's, that's the contracted energy. And that's the force and the effort. That's mm -hmm. not how you get things that you want. Because there's an art of allowing and surrendering, too. So there's also art in, in focus and repetition. <laughs> so if you want to figure out the balance of maybe like for me, I have a little prayer and a little note list that I say first thing like every morning. So it's a really, a lot of people in today's society, including myself, used to be in the really bad habit of grabbing your phone first thing in the morning and scrolling through your email. Well, you're get, like that first few seconds when you're coming back from you know this this level of sleep where you're totally in alignment and then you come out and if you give it right to your email that's like a really powerful moment that you're giving away so if you can start this a great way is to start your day with intention so you can even write it out the night before whatever you want and before you go to bed those, those are both like really powerful times so first thing you do train yourself first thing you do when you wake up is to either say like I actually say I learned this from Abraham Hicks I want to be on a high flying desk today all day because <laughs> that's like boom that's your intention that's the first thing I say every day and then I grab my phone and I read through my little prayer and my intention setting and it's amazing like I don't start my day without doing that and it's amazing like have the difference that I feel from doing that so you I do set intentions like repetitiously in that way but when you're this has to happen I've done that too and that doesn't work <laughs> like that's not when the stuff happens when the stuff manifests so let, you, let it crumble beneath you yeah hey, lumineers if you're up and near your computer put your fingers to the keyboard we would love to know how you wake up what do you do the moment after you wake up and would love to know how you guys are feeling once you've changed that habit that after you wake up Yes. You look at something like the intent or clarity, yeah. or love, joy, whatever it is, and let us know how that changes your day. Another simple one is just like um, I choose to expand my heart chakra. I, I choose to operate from the heart space. Like I'm setting the intention to really operate from that space. And that's a beautiful one, too, that anyone can do that will help you regardless of where you are. What kind of alarm do you have that wakes you up? Um, not like a jolting one. <laughs> Either like music, soft music, or like a little chime. Not a jolting one. I was just curious. Yeah. <laughs> it just depends. And then some days I'll just wake up naturally, but yeah. That's, I wake up naturally or I have a cat that wakes me up with a little bit of pat in the face, a little nibble and purring. And then we have a petting fist 
in the morning for like 15 minutes or oh, so. Oh, that's a beautiful way to wake up. Clean my energy. Yeah. Clean my family's energy. And then uh, I say, today's going to be a wonderful day. Yeah. Like whatever. That's setting an intention. It's going to be a wonderful day. Yeah. And then I put my feet on the ground. Perfect. Yeah. And then I grab my phone and I look at everything. <laughs> I do too. After the prayer, I did still be like, all right, I'm allowed to do that now. What happened? <laughs> Lately, I've been looking for Amazon as I'm now watching in Transparent. I'm stuck on that. I'm binge watching. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. It's, it's good. been really amazing. A lot of spiritual content in there. Cool. Like Judaism. Okay. And I really liked how they hold a lot of intent in their words with their prayers and mm-hmm. their ritual behaviors. And it's it's been gorgeous to see. Okay. It hasn't been in my world. I was Baptist. Yeah. Which leads me to the next point that I want to ask. Is intent religious-based? Does it go to a God? Like, is it sent somewhere specific? I mean, I think intention is whatever you want to make it. If you want it to go to a God, I think it certainly can. (laughs) Mine does. But I don't think it matters. Like, it's more of a co-creation, almost really, with with your higher self, with your guides, with your angels, with God, with with love, source energy, whatever it is that you want to call it. I don't certainly don't think it's religion-specific at all. So we just talked about how an intent can go to God, goddess, mm-hmm. whatever you believe in, or mm-hmm. however you need to situate it for yourself. Like, can you also access universal, like, life force energy as you're setting an intent? Is it? Yes, and it's actually really powerful. And in fact, I recommend doing that. Like, if you if you are in that space where you want more clarity, if you are in that space where you, you want to feel good, you know that, you want to align with your highest true self, you know that, but you do want more clarity. It's a beautiful way to help get that clarity in an easy way that feels good. So what you can do is just simply like sit down, put your feet on the ground, close your eyes, put your hands on your heart and just breathe into your heart. And when you're doing that, you'll start to feel this presence and you can just say, I call upon the guidance of the highest truth and compassion. You can call upon your team, whatever it is that you do. And if you've never done this before, it doesn't matter. And then you'll start to just feel this presence and this force behind you. And it's still it's the same. It, you, it can be whatever you want it to be. And then when you do that, you can ask for clarity. You can sit in stillness. It Maybe sit in stillness for five to ten minutes with clarity on some intentions that would be for your highest good. Then after you come out of it, grab a journal and just start to free write. Mm, pen to paper. I love yes. that part. Pen to paper is so important. Yes. Years. Yes. And then just free write and and don't filter, like let whatever comes out, comes out. And I mean, a lot of the times that's that that universal energy speaking through you and to you. And I mean, sometimes you'll hear messages, sometimes you'll see images. You don't, anyone can do this. This is for everyone to do. So that's a beautiful way to do it. This is a lot of talk about like staying in the now. Mm -hmm. Like you stay now in the intent. When you look at it, you show up with your emotional joy. Mm -hmm. So it's really kind of, if I'm hearing how you're explaining it, it is taken from emotions. Yep. Like it's all driving from the heart and it's keeping the head, as you said, very clear and very present. So what is this doing to us energetically in our big bodies? So I'm interested to hear your take, but I think (laughs) what I think it's doing is, you know, I believe that everything is energy, that words, thoughts, emotions all have vibrations or physical bodies are vibrating. And in order to 
to, to capture what it is that you want, you have to become an energetic match to receive your heart's desires. So what this does is this starts to elevate your being and expand your energy and make it where it's easy, where you are the magnet and the stuff that you want just starts showing up without you even doing anything. Hello, law of attraction. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's all it is. It's very, very simple. I love that term energy matching. Yes. Like you guys can really geek out. <laughs> on this stuff and I mean I love geeking out on like getting into the vibrational qualities of certain emotions and actions mm-hmm. and outcomes and making sure that I'm familiar with them yeah. so that I can then change what I'm feeling thinking or expecting not really expecting expecting that's kind of like a bad word there's another lumineer lumi dictionary yeah we got to change that word expectation. I feel like we need more English words to support. Well, we're this. creating them and it's happening. So uh, the expectation, I believe, is, is it's like a twofold meaning. So it's important to expect your desires to show up. It's important to know they're coming, to trust they're on the way, to feel them coming before they're here. To trust they're on the way. Yes. But then you don't want to be in the energy of just expecting everything to you know, think people to do things for you. It's, yeah, because then you stay in yeah, that yeah, state yeah, of yeah. expectation. Yeah, so there, and once again, there's an art to that too. Yes. <laughs> there's an art to a lot of stuff. So there's a fine line to everything. <laughs> Basically what we're saying, this is a tightrope, and you want to be on it. Yeah, and you walk it. And it's simple once you get the hang of it. But it just takes practice and listening, and really something that's important that we haven't discussed is who you allow in in your vibration, in your energy. Like on my type rope? In your everyday being. Like you choose a lot of times your environment. You choose a lot of times the people that you entertain and engage. Like I was saying how your presence is your power and what you give energy to grows. Like you choose if there's someone at your office that drives you crazy, that gets under your skin, you choose how much that you not here, obviously, but maybe some of the lumineers listening. (laughs) Yeah. But so like you choose, if you're going to engage in that, if you're going to give that your power, you choose, uh, what, if you have the news on a lot, I'm sorry, but that can be very toxic energy. So you're choosing to allow that into your home. What, what music that you have on all of this stuff, it, it does affect your vibration. Like when I'm sleeping, I'll put some, certain stuff on that I really want to get ingrained in my, in my being, like positive stuff. I'll just put it on so it's playing on repeat while I'm <laughs> sleeping. You know, so there are all, all sorts, of sorts of tools. I don't. Osmosis learning. Yeah. Like um, I won't engage. Energy matching. Yes. Yes. And so you, we all have a choice. You wake up with that energy matched. Yeah, exactly. And then you expand more. <laughs> you just keep going. I love this. Yeah. It'd be great to have some kind of source. Suzanne, get on it. After you finish your trilogy, we would like to place the order for um, vibrational qualities of certain outcomes or situations. Or they, ha- so they, they, they have. There's a vibration scale. There's a vibration scale. There is a vi- so I talk about this at every single talk. There's a vibration scale. It goes like this. So there's it's like a triangle, okay? So then you got shame and guilt down here, and then it's um, frustration, anger, and anger is good because you actually move through anger. And then there's acceptance, and then love, and then joy, and then enlightenment. And what it shows is like you think about it, and when you're pissed at someone or you're shameful of something, you're like this, like oh, or like oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. And your energy is super contracted. And then you get pissed and you're like, 
after that, I am going to go get them, like, da, 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 and you're moving through it. And then you get to a place of, like, okay, like, this is just how it is. I can accept. And then you get into the place of, like, loving certain things and then the joy. And then after that, so you just get into this really expansive mode. It's studied. There's scientific fact. I mean, that all of this stuff does have vibrations, and it does affect the way that you oh, live. It definitely all has vibrations. And I love that the scale that you just showed, it was all emotional values. Yeah. It wasn't like um, when you get a million dollars. No, because that doesn't matter. And then when you get your car, and this is what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm setting the intention to easily attract a million dollars. Like oh, that's great. Okay. But go for it. But it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. There are people that have millions and millions of dollars that are the most angry people in the on the planet. Like it doesn't money. It helps certain things and certainly makes life easier, but it's not going to... You have to be right in here first before you can exude any of that. I really think that's the, the huge take-home yeah. that you have. Yeah. And it might be surprising for some people because if you're setting an intent, I think a lot of people are looking at it as an external place that they need to reach for and arrive and then obtain and have. And you are clearly telling us it is coming from an emotional value. You get on the joy train... Oh <laughs> you get it inside and then you then you become a match an energetic match and it shows up for you what you want shows up for you so that's why at the beginning i said we should all set the intention to feel good because when you feel good is when you're expansive and that's when the things show up so can i ask sure did you set an intent today I did. I set an intention for my higher self and a guidance team to speak through me. Always. Every time I'm doing any talk or interview, always. Is there a difference between setting an intent for the day or for the week or for a situation, for the year? Like we're coming into 2017. We're stepping on it right now. Yes. Like, is there a difference between these longer ones versus shorter? Yeah, of course. So I think it's important. There's so much power in setting up your year. And I mean, we are coming up into a very powerful time to do it, which is, again, is why I'm doing the talk on January 5th. But you could really do this at any moment. Like you could set up, you know, the rest of the year or your year. So I've been in deep reflection over 2016. I've had so much amazing things happen. And so I started to write a list of all of the things that I accomplished that I was grateful for. That get, that lifts your energy right there. So start just like reflecting on your year and start to think of everything that you did right, all the good things. And if you have to dig deep, dig deep. There are certain things, like if you had a roof over your head all year or whatever it is, and maybe, you know, you were nice to people that are hard to be nice to, like whatever it is, dig deep uh, and go there, like 10 to 15 things. And then think of maybe a couple of things that you wish would have been different. Okay, so like, Maybe you had some of those big goals that were a little bit higher to happen that weren't going to happen, and they didn't happen, and that's okay. So then you, what you do in your crafting for your projection for the next year is you see what tweaks that you want to make based on kind of what happened and where you want to go. Also, knowing that you have no limits in the sky is the limit, but then pulling in a few of those tier one and two goals that you know that you can accomplish. So... You have to kind of th to, to reflect on everything. Refreshing your ears, lumineers, tier one, tier two. We're going back to the ladder that you talked yes. about before. Yes. Like kind of what's immediately around us. Things and that you know you could easily accomplish. Yes. And then kind of the higher end goal. Yes. Like the yes. end result. Yes. So then we look at kind of how to change the, the entire system, like, like changing what car you drive. Because mm -hmm. you would keep that same car the whole entire year. 
right? Because the gas, the emotions that's feeding the car is right. the joy. Right, right. So we got the joy feeding it, and then we upgrade the car. Yeah. Just laying this out for you, Luma dudes. You are welcome. <laughs> exactly. Like somehow the ladder sometimes I get lost. You know, yeah, like, no. Like, and you can you know, you might want like um you might want to go diesel or you might oh, <laughs> or you might want to go you might really be ready for your Tesla, you know. <laughs> you might yeah, so you never know, but I think it's this is a beautiful time to sit in contemplation and yeah, do the exercise that we talked about earlier of calling in your guidance team and just understanding that you can have anything that you want. Like it's it's yours, it's there. It's just a, a process of of claiming it and owning it. Do you do private consultations and coaching? Mm-hmm. Do people ever ask when you when you say and trust me, my ears are like, oh my god, I love hearing this. You're like, you can have whatever you want and I'm like yeah we can but there's sometimes where I go yeah but and this strange word but comes up and I'm like but I have to do this and I got to be loyal to that and I got to give to this why do you help people why do you why do you that? need to do that I, I mean, do you want to do it now <laughs> I can't think of what that right now but there's sometimes yeah. I'm like yes I want all of that Oh, but you know, I'm I need to care provide. Like I'm the sole provider in my family. Yeah. So I can't just immediately change my career because that's where our financial income is coming from. You know, because yeah, you know, there's times in your life you hit a certain age, you'd love to change gears really fast, but I can't. I have a responsibility to maintain. But you could. You you could figure out different revenue streams and how to, to amp them up and do certain things. There's tons of things that you could do actually to, to switch that up pretty quickly. In my opinion, sometimes it takes someone outside to look and say, actually, Jamie, yeah, you could do this, this, and this. Like I know ways that you could bring an in income like this passive. That would be super easy for you, you know? So there's a lot of things that you could do. It, it, you just have to tune into that. And I do help people that also what I do is help them tune into their own higher self and got it. See, because I have this weird way of doing it. It's just supernatural to me. And it's easy when, like... <laughs> weird and supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, of course, I think that the the key takeaway for everyone watching is, is when you have those buts or when you feel that, yeah, but I can't, that's resistance, and you can. You have to line up with that belief. So, typically, it's just a matter of mindset and changing and, and really reframing and really being open to creative possibilities and creative solutions of how it could show up for you. And I like what you said about if you can't see it, you get somebody else yes. who can help you see yes. it. Yeah. I've had a coach. A, a, I've definitely done a lot of deep internal work. I had business coaches. I just signed up to do I just spent the most, wrote the largest check I've ever written for uh, this guy that's a New York Times bestselling author to sell it, to do his mastermind. And I've been never been so excited to pay someone money. Because <laughs> I'm like, this is going to be so expansive and so huge and so exciting. And yeah, so I think it's really important to invest in yourself and to commit on that level. That's what I, do you also refer other people to? I do. I do. I help people find coaches that are right for them. I've started doing group coaching because I, there was a need for it and doing energy uh, healings and activations too. It's just something that just kind of happened naturally. So it's been really fun. And where do we find out more about that? Go to SuzanneAdamsAuthor.com and there's a, they just hit, there's a contact form. You can hit the little email icon and just email me. But there, I'm actually revamping my site so there'll be a, a more clear form. But yeah, so right now you can just do that and I would love to help you. Yeah. Yay. 
So what else in setting intents can help our listeners or our viewers um, kind of organize where they want to start? Like we just talked about the whole year one. Is mm-hmm. there like a, a life intent? Because I know when we're coming into incarnating into these lives, we have agreements, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of our listeners believe in contracts and karma and, you know, a few of other things. Does intent enhance, interfere? Can it change? So I also just wanted to say my two cents on contracts and agreements. I believe that you have the choice if they're not serving you to get rid of them at any moment. And that's easy to do, I think. How do you get rid of them? You say, like, this, like you renegotiate the contract. You call me or you call you. Or you just go in meditation and you say, like, I'll, I'll, I'm no longer willing to do this. And you, you clear the energy between you with, with the highest and best intention. And that doesn't have to be your responsibility. Um, I believe a life intention, it's whatever you want it to be. Like for me, mine is to lift my, reach my highest, truest potential in a way that's really joyful and fun. And so like, that's not specific because it's going to change. Right. Right. So, I mean, the path is going to change. So like for my yearly intentions, I like to think of one or two words, um, I'll just share my words. Do you know what 2017 is? (laughs) I do know what 2000. I'll tell you what 2016 was for me. 2016 was fun and romance. Okay, which I had a lot of both. So 2017, I'm being a little more clear with my words. Is going to be grounded expansion. So it was. I was going to just do expansion first, and I'm like, no, no, no. We can have expansion in the ethers. I needed to be grounded here in the physical. So gra- I'm actually having double words. So, so grounded expansion, and then I'm going to be a little more clear and say romantic love, because <laughs> I did romance, but now I want romantic love. <laughs> so those are my words. <laughs> That's the clarity part. Yes, yes. but that's fine. And, in the words. and I, because you know what, how it felt to me the year before was like what I needed the most of was fun because sometimes I could take things like really seriously and feel like this life purpose thing, I have to really do it and I have to work really hard. And I was like, screw that. Like, I just want to have fun <laughs> and do it. And it, it, everything like started lining up for me, like in that energy. So, and then the romance, it was not feeling good to really feel like, oh, I've got this particular person. I didn't, wasn't feeling good. So what felt good to me was just to say, okay, I want romance. And maybe that's me in a candlelit bath, or maybe that's on a date or on a right. trip or whatever. And, and, and it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. There's a huge element of romance yeah. in life. Yeah. Um, I like the way that you said, screw this. Let's just have fun. <laughs> you have like a, a spiritual group of screw that contract uh, I'm here to have fun well, you hashtag don't. screw that contract <laughs> yeah I mean people take it so seriously and get like oh what I'm supposed to do no like you have your own choice you're, you're supposed to have fun and expand and align and do what feels good and, and I, you could be in any part of your life yeah any, any age part of your life, any 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 social alignment yes. in your life to just own up and have some fun. Yes, yes. So I was at a retreat a couple years ago, and there was a man. Um, he was probably like 65. And he said something to me that really spoke to me, and I love to share this, because what he said was, I'm hoping the next 10 years can be the best years of 10 years of my life. And I get chills even saying it, because no matter how old you are, if you say that, like my intention is for my next 10 years to be the, the best 10 years of my life, then... That's amazing. Like, even if you're 70 or 80, like, bring it, you know? Bring it yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> I am so curious to know, with all this talk of joy and having fun, what are some things that you do in your life that bring you that fun? 
Well, it's interesting because I had to reevaluate what was fun for me because in my earlier years, fun meant a lot of alcohol. I'm not saying sometimes it doesn't mean that now, <laughs> but like that my fun was around um, low vibrational activities, like being in nightclubs or, or maybe like doing uh-huh. certain things that really weren't elevating me or serving me. So, you know, I don't know, four or five years ago, when I started to have this transition. I did. I went into obsessive, serious mode of reading and studying. And it was like, it was an obsession of learning and, and channeling and sitting in stillness and doing all this stuff. And, and then I was like, wait a minute, like, I get to have a life too. And I, so I started to reevaluate like what is fun for me. And what I realized was fun is I love doing stuff like this, even though it's, it's so much fun. <laughs> even though this is like <laughs> professional work, but this is fun for me. It is. Um, traveling. I love to travel. I love luxury travel. I'll just say it. Um, going to like fun dinners with high vibrational people that want to have like, you know, like-minded people going on even like the retreats and stuff like that's really fun for me, which is another reason why I love to host them. Um, cooking. I love cooking. I love dancing. You know, I really like had to, to really like start to say like, what is fun for me now? Like, do you cook and dance at the same time? Sometimes I do. We yes. Do yes. Yeah. Um, there, and there's more things, but I think, you know, for everyone watching all the Lumineers, I think a great intention would be to figure out what's fun for you now, because maybe it's changed or maybe you've gotten lost in taking care of your children or, or tending to other people that it might be a good way to, to, start, to say what's fun for me and experiment with that. You know, maybe once a month you're going to do something fun that you wouldn't do. I love that kind of homework. Yes. That is the best homework to take home. In fact, it just sparked an idea. If, Suzanne, you love dancing so much, maybe I can set an intent that in 2017, we will unite. I've always wanted to host a silent disco party. Yes, yes. At Piedmont Park. Yes. We'll just post a date and a time and people show up. You have to bring your own headphones, your own music, so you can dance to whatever music you love. And we will gather. No, we need to have like the DJ come. Okay, I was just. <laughs> That's I was, not a silent disco. No, event. no, no. It is. It's they turn it event. off and they give you. They give you the tool. They give you this little Walkman thing. I was just at this event and uh, in Mexico and. Um, they had this huge party, and the hotel got really mad, and they were like, turn it down. It was a spiritual event, but they did parties at night, too. It was pretty cool. <laughs> so they they're like, um, they it made everyone turn all the, all the music off. So next thing I know, it was a pool party, too. There are all these people in these head, had these headphones, and they were like, just like getting down. And I was like, what are they doing? And then like, everyone's like, oh, silent party, because they didn't turn the music off. And I was like, I, oh, man, I turned my nose up at first. And then I was like, I don't want to miss out on this. <laughs> Wait, I got the headphones in it. Oh, yeah. And I danced like the hardest setting I've danced in a long time. <laughs> and they had three channels. Because it's important that everyone has the same music, actually. They had three channels. And so you'd be like, you're on the wrong song. And everyone would be singing, even. It was it was so fun. I would totally do it. But we need the tools. It was, right. it was really fun. That's I'm setting that intent. Yes. That we are having that yes. event. Uh, totally. 2017. So now we just need the magic of something. Someone with a DJ that ha- that can help us with those. Uh, yes. It has to be all wireless and everything. Yeah, no, it, they had it at a pool. It was fun. They give it to you. Like one wasn't working, they just like trade it out. It was it was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Woo! Done. <laughs> Done. Oh my goodness, this is so much fun. I know. I know. What was it? There is no limit. 
There are no, no limits. limits. No lim- Oh, okay. So that's the question that you ask yourself. If there's no limits and nothing is limiting me, what would I be doing? Because no one asks their, themselves their questions because they limit themselves with their children or like, even me. Like that was really the question that changed my life. As an intuitive asked me, what would you be doing if you had no limits? Wrapping up this whole concept of setting intents, whether it's for the day, for the month, for the year, a lifetime intent, mm-hmm. um, what are some extra tools or ways that you can remind Lumineers that this is even available? I think so much of us, we get caught up in, now I'm living my life, and now i got to check my phone and open the fridge and make a meal that we're not paying attention to setting the intent for what those tasks could be like. I think it's just a decision of how happy you want to be and how much joy you want to have in your life and how good you want to feel. That's it. That's your t-shirt right there. Yeah. How happy do you want to be? Yeah, totally. And if you, uh, if you feel like you're in a slump, like let that be your cue. If you, if you feel off, like start to be really aware of how you feel. And if you are not feeling good, then tune in and check into that and set the intention that you want to feel good. So I would say that is, is the biggest cue or the biggest tip is to really start to be aware of how you feel. And if you're not feeling well, notice and shift it. it. I love that. Yeah. If you have forgotten everything, <laughs> please remember this one. <laughs> that, it's so useful. Yeah. That's the moment that we create our change. Yes. Yes. I mean, after the 30 seconds or two minute timer of wallowing in it. <laughs> you're like no Jamie not even I'm that like, Just maybe. Done. <laughs> again Lumineers if you love Suzanne Adams as much as we do please check out her website SuzanneAdamsAuthor.com and you can check out all her lectures, classes and workshops and events that she's having and also schedule a private consultation yeah, yeah. I think it's well worth it and we are so grateful to have you here. Thank you for oh, coming. Honor. Bring it in. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> this is so much fun. So fun. <laughs> Remember, it's not woo-woo. It's, it's true, true. The ideas expressed by guests and channeled guests on the Lighter Side Show podcast are not necessarily Jamie's personal beliefs. Information received from the Lighter Side Show podcast is not to be used as a substitute for medical or psychological advice. For up-to-date info on Jamie, visit jamiebutlermedium.com and subscribe to the Lighter Side Network, Lumineers. I'll see you there. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary.